when you're passionate about something, when you truly enjoy something, you find a way for it. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's not oh let me make this little box for here. You you just figure out how to juggle your schedule for something that you're passionate about. Hey hey hey! Welcome back to another episode of the Coachpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for coaches who are ready to become successful coachpreneurs. I am your host, Tyler Hall, and today we are continuing with our theme of coaches who travel. If you listened to Monday's show, you heard from Coach Tiffany Taylor, who packed up her entire life and moved all the way to Thailand to start her coaching business. And today we are talking with a coach who is literally doing it all. Today's featured coach is Melinda Fox Wellington. Melinda is a nomad and travel lifestyle coach who works with road warriors who are exhausted and feel like crap from poor food, bad sleep, and unique stressors from being on the constant go. She assists road warriors in getting the rest and nourishment they need so they can have the energy and motivation they desire. Melinda is a certified health and life coach with over 20 years in the medical field as a combat medic and a medical assistant. Using the tools in her Re-Energizer program, she has been able to beat travel fatigue and lose over 50 pounds while traveling over 90% of the time. Melinda has discovered how to tap into her endless energy sources and take on multiple endeavors at once. In less than six months, she has completed her first coaching certification program. She is now enrolled to become a coach mastery uh, student. She has started her own coaching business and she has gone from barely reaching 2000 steps a day to jogging 20 to 25 miles a week, all while working an average of 60 to 65 hours a week and driving over 10,000 miles a month as a semi-truck driver. Y'all, she is the real deal. She is beyond fierce, and she is here today to share her incredible journey from combat medic to truck driver to a health coach, coachpreneur. So buckle up, Buttercup, because we are in for a wild ride today. And let's go ahead and jump right in and get this coachpreneur conversation started. All right. So welcome, Melinda, to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. If you would please just kick off the conversation by just introducing yourself and telling the listeners who you are, what type of coaching you do, and just kind of we'll, we'll kick off that conversation. Well, first off, I want to thank you so much, Tyler, for letting me do this. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be so much fun. A uh, little bit about me. I am a nomad and travel lifestyle coach. I work with road warriors who are exhausted from being on the constant go, having access to only bad food and poor sleep. And I work with them and assist them in finding the right tools to help them get all the energy that they desire uh, 
so they can become a more energized traveler. Mm, that is that is incredible what you do because there are so many road warriors out there and you know that I I know from from being in the in the corporate world there are so many people who travel for their jobs and are always on the go and I would love to know like what inspired you to kind of choose your niche to get into this type of coaching if you could go just a little bit more into detail with all of that I did over 20 years in the medical field and for the past couple of years, I am actually a semi-truck driver. And I am a solo female driver, and I drive over 10,000 miles a month on average. Wow. So what, okay, this is, this is incredible. So <laughs> tell me, so you were in the medical field, and then you got into truck driving. I mean, what was that, what sparked that, that transition? Well, I actually had my class A driver's license for a little bit over a year before I even became a truck driver. And I actually got my license for 100% pers personal reasons, not even thinking of ever transitioning into this career. And um, what happened for me to get my license was we have a 46 foot fifth wheel toy hauler RV. Mm -hmm. And we were coming back from one of our vacations and I asked my husband, I'm like, honey, when are you going to teach me how to drive this thing? Because if something happens to you, I want to have the confidence of being able to get where we need to go. And he just kind of looked at me, chuckled, and he said, uh, never. And I'm <laughs> like, what? Why not? And he's like, uh, we're both hard-headed and stubborn. And if we try to go through the process of me trying to teach you, we would probably either kill each other or end up in a divorce. And I just like you too much for that. <laughs> that's so th Yeah, that's how I ended up getting my license. Uh, I About a week or two after that, I drove by a truck driving school and went in and they had uh, week weekend and evening classes. So I got my license to learn how to drive the RV while I was working medical. Mm. Wonderful. And you, you went from medical into truck driving into coaching. Can you tell me, you know, once you became a truck driver and you started traveling, you know, 10,000 miles a month, like what inspired you to take on coaching as like another area of expertise? Well, as I was starting to drive and everything, a couple of things happened pretty close to almost simultaneously. Um, about Three months into driving, I was really starting to miss the interaction that I have with patients. Um, I really enjoy working with patients. And um, at the same time, I was told that I was pre-diabetic and that I am about 100 pounds overweight. And I'm like, okay, well, I know what I need to do. So I started trying to do it. Well, I was having a really hard time and so I uh, started looking for tips on how to adapt the lifestyle to what I needed to do so I can lose the weight and hopefully get rid of the pre-diabetic before I turn full-fledged diabetic. And I couldn't find any coaches um, to assist me with this lifestyle with the needs that I needed. Mm -hmm. 
And so as I was looking for coaches, I came across uh, the program that I enrolled into. And they, um, so I just learned the tools of becoming a coach to adapt to my travel lifestyle. And that was the only reason why I really signed up to enroll. And as I was doing that, I realized, you know, this could really be a, a, a side business where I can help other people in the same lifestyle that's wearing the same shoes at the same time, you know, still doing my driving and everything. Cause I did everything while I was driving too. Mm-hmm. That way I can get that patient interaction that I was really missing. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love this story and, and you're, you embody exactly what it means to be like a coachpreneur. You're, you went out, there was a, there was a problem. There was, there was a gap, it, you know, that you couldn't find a solution for you, you identified it, you went out, you gained the skills to kind of help yourself. And then when you realized you were like, well, I'm kind of like the only one who's kind of working in this, in this niche of like road warriors. And now let me ask you this. Do you, do you specifically work just with like other truck drivers or what it, can you tell me a little bit of like what types of clients you, you tend to work with? Oh, really anybody that does uh, business travel more than 70% of the time um, okay. where you don't have access to a kitchen and you pretty much have to rely on outside sources to meet your basic needs. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, that's such a great niche to get into because there, like I said, there are so many road warriors out there and you know, I know from experience, my dad used to be a truck driver and he was always on the go. He was always eating fast food. He was always eating junk food. And I mean, he, he gained a lot of weight during that job because it was so prone to such an unhealthy lifestyle. And I just, I just love your, I just love your own personal journey because it's, you are walking testament of what it means to, to stand up and, and create your own business. And I would love to know, like, how do you balance, how do you balance being a truck driver and being a coach? Well, I try to at my very best. And most of the time I'm able to accomplish it is have my um, clients scheduled on Sundays and Mondays. And I try not to do any deliveries on those two days. Okay. Yeah. But when there's times where I'm not able to it, most of the time I can work my schedule, such as for this interview. I have been driving for four hours this morning. I pulled into a rest stop, jumped on Zoom meeting real quick. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to do another five hours of driving. You, again, you are living this nomadic lifestyle. You are, you are creating time and space for to for you to do things like these interviews to work with clients while still traveling and and doing this this truck driving uh, job that you have and i tell me a little bit about like what is it like what is it like to run a coaching business from the cab of your semi truck just like everything in life it has its pros and cons for sure just creating the space. I have a TV tray that I use to set in between the seats so I can write my notes on. And I tilt my steering wheel up all the way for my laptop to be sitting on it. I have a hotspot that I plug into an inverter. 
Um, and you just kind of juggle a couple balls. You just got to realize which balls are glass. So you handle those very tenderly and just let the other balls be rubber and let them bounce and just catch them when you can. Yeah. I mean, did you, how long, first of all, how long have you been coaching and how long have you been truck driving? And did you ever imagine that, that you would ever be in this space? I have been truck driving for almost two years now. And I have been coaching. I started practice coaching back in May. Okay. Of this year. So almost nine months. That sounds about right. Yep. 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 Um, I actually enrolled into becoming a health coach program back in December of last year. So almost a year ago. Um, but I have been working with patients, you know, since the late 90s, which and has a lot to do with, you know, coaching on helping them. And there's a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and so two years ago, when you got into truck driving, did you ever imagine that this would, that you would end up like, like pursuing a, a coaching certification? And did you ever picture that you would be running essentially two businesses from the cab of the cab of your truck? No, not at all. Never would have even crossed my mind. And one thing that I thought was just fascinating too, is that, uh, coaching is so much more than what I thought it would be also. I mean, it, it's like opened up a whole new world. Yeah. Personally you, and professionally. Yeah. Can you expand on that? Because I love the point that you just made. Coaching is more than what I expected it to be. What, what, what were your expectations? And then what were the realities of, of becoming a coach for you? Well, working in the medical field, where I was envisioning from that position, that place where I used to be, was when we diagnose a patient with a medical condition and we give them an information packet, then we um, send them to their referral to the specialist. So I was envisioning a health coach being that in-between person, essentially breaking down that information packet into baby steps to help them make those lifestyle changes. And that's what I envisioned a health coach was. Mm -hmm. And uh, going through the program, adapting the tools to help me, um, it really is so much more. It works onto the belief systems. It helps you figure out, you know, for example, I can't tell you how many times I've helped people adapt their lives because they were diagnosed with diabetes to help them with their medications, their insulin, their diet, all that. And they would come to me and they're like, oh, well, I didn't take my insulin today because of, uh, I was out doing running around. And I'm like, no, you got to do it, you know? <laughs> but then with me being in those same shoes, I realized it's hard to think outside the box when you're stuck inside the box and all you see is the box wall. Mm -hmm. and going through the program helped me identify what was holding those walls up so I could tear them down so then I can do what I needed to do 
I have been able to lose over 50 pounds in uh, since May wow. of this year. Yeah. Um, I'm no longer in pre-diabetic levels. I'm still on the high side of normal, but I am back in normal ranges. Mm-hmm. And it, it's all because I went to health coaching school. Yeah. Well, and I love what you're talking about too with, as, as humans, we tend to like, we tend to box ourselves in a room. And I think the real power of coaching is being able to be that bird's eye view, like person for the client and say, you know, there is life beyond these four walls and you can really create a world that, that expands beyond what you already know. If you just allow yourself to go there and, you know, let me be that guide for you. And, you know, first of all, I'm, I just want to congratulate you one on taking that empowered step to pursue coaching for yourself and say, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to change myself. And then allowing that to inspire you to start that side business and start this side hustle. You know, let me ask you, like, uh, when you're balancing, when you're balancing coaching and your truck driving, about how many hours a week do you coach? And about how many hours a week do you drive? And how are you balancing the two? I drive uh, anywhere from 50 to 65 hours a week on average. Mm -hmm. And then, um, see, I don't see it as balancing. And I really have a hard time with that question because mm -hmm. when you're passionate about something, when you truly enjoy something, you find a way for it. Mm -hmm. It's It's not... Oh, let me make this little box for here. You you just figure out how to juggle your schedule for something that you're passionate about. For thank you for calling me out on 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 that question, and thank you for also being that voice of, you know, allowing your passions to find a place in your life. You know, you you you're driving fifty to sixty five hours a week most people would say, well, I don't have any time to do, to do this other thing. But when you allow your passions to come from that heart-centered place, you find the time. And what advice, what advice would you give to somebody who, who, who would ask you, well, I don't have the time to do this? You always have a choice. And the consequences of those choices, always your decision and how you react to certain circumstances is, you know, your decision. And my passions, I just, I chose those over uh, some other things. So therefore I did sacrifice some stuff for me to have that choice. Would you say that the, the sacrifice was worth it? Oh, 1000%. No <laughs> hesitation at all. Let me ask you this, as somebody who is on the go 50 to 65 hours a week and is now pursuing, you know, health coaching on the side and, and pursuing that passion, how do you maintain the energy and how do you maintain that motivation to keep going? The motivation is easy. The motivation is the passion. Mm -hmm. um, the energy, I... Um... 
when you travel so much, you really don't have, because sometimes I'll be driving till, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Some days I'm starting at three o'clock in the morning. So I don't have a set schedule to make a quote unquote routine, um, but I make an adaptable routine and I make my health and my uh, food decisions as a priority which it in turn gives me the energy to do everything that I need to do. And it, it's really surprising. Um, so many things that I knew working in the medical field, but the human part of me is like, oh yeah, whatever. For example, water, something as simple as drinking water. I was always the person that'd be like, well, there's water in Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Oh, I love there, it. There's water and coffee. I'm getting my water. And, um, you know, I don't drink Dr. Pepper anymore. I uh, rarely ever drink coffee now. And I pretty much drink three to four liters of water a day. And it's amazing how something that simple can make such an impact on how you feel. You know, what? What makes what makes you a powerful coach, too, is that you are you are going through the exact same journey that you're taking your clients through. And by shifting priorities and realigning to what matters to you the most, you know, you're, you're able to really take control of your life. And, you know, do you, how, how do you, well, let me ask you this. Do you have like a specific way that you coach your clients is there do you have a system like when you work with these road warriors what are some of their biggest challenges i would think the easiest way to sum it is in just one one simple word preparation to know where you are it it's just like when we get an assignment for a load we have to know our destination we have to know our time frame to get to that destination then we have to do a backwards plan to see what roads we're going to take, what um, steps need to be done to get to that destination at that specific time. A lot of us drivers fail to do that for our health. Yeah. Well, and and I, so that, that, that's how I try to uh, align and tweak and adjust that thought process. You know, well, we have to decide on where we're going to stop to the night. Well, try to figure out, you know, what do you want to eat? You know, what do you have uh, available to you? And then we'll just work from there and work out a plan. Mm -hmm. What has been the biggest change that you've been able to accomplish um, by getting into health coaching? I would say right now, my biggest change that I had done for myself personally is I went from barely getting 2,000 steps a day to so far this month i've already ran jogged over 70 miles and wow. my goal for this month is 88 miles of jogging okay so you're like a superhuman individual here how do you as because again i know my dad when he was a truck driver he was in the he was driving hours upon hours a day how do you how do you prioritize or how do you fit in all of that exercise into a career that puts you behind the wheel of a truck for several hours a day? Um, well, when I first wake up in the morning, 
I'll, I'll drink some water and I'll do some stretches and I'll go for a jog if I'm in a safe location. And then I'll jog for 20 minutes to an hour, depending on what my schedule looks for that day. And then mm. when I come back, uh, I'll do my cool down and uh, get freshened up, change clothes, and then I'll do my pre-trip and get on the road. Um, sometimes I'm not able to do it in the morning. So then depending on where I do my lunch break, I might just do a jog during my lunch break and then eat while I'm driving, which I try not to do. Um, it, it's just that juggling of priorities and adapting to your current situation and just pivoting from time to time to try to fit everything in. Uh, the days I'm not able to, I don't beat myself up. I have a rule. I just can't miss more than two days in a row. Tell me a little bit from what I'm hearing is a lot of your lifestyle revolves around flexibility and being flexible. And how, how have you been able to develop your flexibility muscle? It is 100% about flexibility and, and being adaptable. Um, but I was very blessed and fortunate. I essentially kind of sort of grew up in this lifestyle of traveling. Um, when I was about three or four years old, I took my very first solo airplane ride. And um, I remember I was crying because I was scared to death to get on the airplane. Mm -hmm. And my mama leaned down. I had to ask her if this was an actual memory because, you know, it, it was so foggy. And she cleared up the image a little bit with her version of the memory. So it's kind of, well, I'm fixing to tell you, it's kind of a, a simultaneous story between the two of us. And, um, but I remember telling her I was scared and she leaned down and she wiped her thumbs across my cheeks and told me that it's okay to be scared because I'm going on an adventure and adventures can be scary, but when you get to the other side, uh, my dad will be there. And um, when I got on the airplane, the stewardess, she let me meet the pilot and I got to see all the gadgets. And while we were in flight, I got to push the a refreshment buggy up and down the aisle <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was just an amazing trip. And when I got done, the airline service walked me over to where my dad was after he showed his ID and I got to be with my dad. And I mean, thank God that that trip worked out perfectly because I mean, it could have totally had a different scenario and how it affected me. Mm -hmm. But since I was so young and I just learned that, you know, it's an adventure and you don't know what's going to happen because I got to push the cart up and down the aisle. You know, I mean, it was just fabulous. Yeah, I, I love the, I love the innocence and the joy behind this story and how it seems like from that moment on, you've kind of embraced life as an adventure. You know, I'm I'm sitting here talking to you today thinking, my God, you go from the medical field into truck driving, into coaching, into, you know, running 80 miles a month, even though you're driving 65 hours a week. And, you know, you really embrace adventure. And I think those coaches who are, 
who are wanting to be nomadic coaches have that sense of adventure. And what what is the biggest plus about having that adventure spirit within you? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've done a lot of traveling and traveling definitely requires adaptability, flexibility, aka adventure. Um, you know, I, I've been to Japan. I got to climb Mount Fuji. Uh, when I was deployed, uh, I was a combat medic in the Army. When I was deployed, uh, got to sleep next to the Tigris River. Um, I got to play in the beaches of Qatar. I mean, it, it's just, my dad's always said I never met a stranger. And um, I just constantly, I love learning and exploring and seeing different viewpoints. Um, it just keeps life simple and it just keeps me happy. Yeah, I love that everything that you're that you're talking about stems from a place of love, you know. I love that what you just said that I've never met a stranger. Um, you know, and I think I think that all all comes from that heart space and how would you um how would you define how would you define success as a coach? Or just how would you define success in life? Success to me is just take that step. Um, no matter what happens, you learn something. And if you learn something, then you did succeed. Um, if you don't take that step, you never learn and you never grow. And to me, that's the only failure in life. Mm. And what, what advice would you give to, to a coach who's ready to embrace that nomadic lifestyle? Plan. You definitely need to plan. <laughs> you can't just dive in head first because it might be the shadow end. Um, so definitely plan, uh, talk. There's lots of Facebook groups on the nomadic lifestyle, depending on which way you want to go. Um, there's the low cost, there's the RV, there's the backpacking, there's the couch surfing. Um, there's so many different variations. So explore the different options, figure out which one sits well with or feels good inside of you, and then go for it. If you don't go for it, then you don't know if it's going to be a true dream pipe or if it's really what you're made to do. Yeah you know, you, you just, you embrace life so openly. Um, and you really embody kind of that, that spirit of just rolling with the punches. And how, how has that, how has that impacted your ability to adapt to this like coachpreneur starting this this side hustle business i've been able to use the adventure spirit into the side hustle is um exploring my options asking questions trying different techniques um if they don't work learn from what worked and what didn't and then just tweaking it a little bit i uh definitely reaching out um 
for resources that are available to you and also having my own coach. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's been a huge resource for me, especially learning how to go from not uh, barely getting any steps in to being able to get into run. I actually got me a beginner runner coach and she helped me with that and helped me come over those objections and those excuses. And it's the same thing with putting that coach or panure in the truck with me. It got to have that coach with you. Yeah. And you got to let go of the excuses. I think that's a, that's a huge part of, of success is being able to open yourself up and say, you know what, whatever comes my way, I'm going to fully embrace this and I'm not going to let the excuses stop me from achieving those goals. Yes. I mean, everything happens for you. Definitely. Especially driving, you know, I'll get a flat tire and I'm like, well, crap, I'm going to be late. But you know what? That flat tire could have saved me from a wreck down the road that could have killed me. Exactly. And just, you know, I think I, I love listening to you talk because you just embrace, you just embrace the journey and you embrace you embrace the obstacles just head on and with grace and with ease. And it, it, it's refreshing to just talk, talk to you because you just have this free spirit and this, and this energy of like, whatever happens happens and, and it is what it is. And, um, you know, personally, I don't think that is something that, I don't know if that's something that we can learn. I think it's just something that, you know, the, the, the truly free spirited people are born with and, you know, or, or do you, or would you disagree with me? Would you say that, that you can, you can learn that? I, I think it's a combination of both. Definitely some personality types will absolutely embrace it wholeheartedly. Others will have a hard time with it because structure is their game. Um, I have a son that's high on the high spectrum of autism and he has to have that structure and mm -hmm. the obstacles thrown in his way will really throw him out of his loop yeah. and um and so i it, it's a combination of both there's no absolutes in either or some people will be able to learn little uh, speed bumps and little potholes and some people go around mountains i mean it, it's just that personality type more than anything yeah I, your, your journey is inspiring to say, to say the least you've, you've fully embraced, you've just fully embraced life and it's, and it's refreshing to talk to you. It's, a, it's refreshing to hear your story. And, you know, as we, as we wrap up our, our conversation today, I, how can people stay connected with you? How can people, how can people really just connect with you and follow you on this incredible life's journey that you're leading. Um, well, I love taking uh, landscape photography. And so I do post daily pictures on Instagram and my Facebook page uh, for my morning runs. Um, and that probably would be the two easiest ways. And both of them's under my name. Wonderful. And I'll put, I'll put that link in the comments below. And Melinda, as we wrap up today's conversation, I, I love to end by asking all of my guests this final question. 
And that final question is, if you could go back to the start of your coaching journey, what piece of advice would you give your younger self to help them make the journey a little bit easier? I would have gotten a coach a lot sooner than when I did. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. <laughs> and is there any anything else you want to share today um, with the listeners about life or about or about the coachpreneur journey? Embrace it. Run with it. If you happen to drop a couple of things, you can pick them up or you can keep going and gather more. Mm. It's up to you. I love it. Embrace it, run with it, drop a few things and just keep moving forward. It's, it's amazing. Keep, keep the truck, keep the truck moving forward. That's, that's, um, <laughs> that's what just came to my head. Well, Melinda, thank you so much for taking the time today to, you know, be a part of, of my coaching journey, a part of, you know, this journey into podcasting. I really appreciate your time. I love your energy and I'm looking forward to just seeing where your, where your career goes from here and, and how you continue to just fully embrace life. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Coachpreneur podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Tyler Transformed. And if you're a coach who's ready to be a confident and successful coachpreneur, then I personally invite you to join me in my Confident Coaches Facebook group. And finally, if you haven't already done so, please help me keep this conversation going by subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing the podcast. And be sure to join me next time for another Coachpreneur Conversation.